Hope you enjoyed that. That was Tamara Leach, and you thought she was only a fighter for freedom and a fantastic Canadian, but she's also a great singer, guitar player, and performer, and she was at Niagara-on-the-Lakes Saturday night to sing that song and others, and I tell you, the response was incredible, and I'm so proud of Tamara for doing that. And it's there's nothing like a musical triumph, and that's what that was. But I'll be back in a minute to tell you more about that concert and more about day 28 of the Freedom Convoy trial. So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need political change, but we also need the resolve to resist. Hey, take Sasha's direction. That's Sasha, my cat, ringing the bell. Please ring the bell. And please like this broadcast right now. I know you've been coming through for me in the last few broadcasts. Thank you so much for your support. And keep supporting this station. Subscribe if you haven't already. You know, our our mandate is to get 15,000. That is our goal. That is our objective. 15,000 by Christmas. We're almost there. We can do it with your help. Support us in any way you can, but tell your friends about it. Share the station with your friends and your family. We need more people to watch this, to get on board, to resolve, to resist. We need your supports, and thank you so much for doing that. And here we are on day 28, day 28 of the Freedom Convoy trial against Tamara Leach and Chris Barber. Let's not forget Chris. Chris has been steadfast in this fight, too. Both of them happened to be there at the Freedom Convoy trial and did their best to organize events. But it was an organic movement. And let me tell you, after 28 days, 28 days, the prosecution has utterly failed to demonstrate that either of these two did anything except encourage people to peacefully protest, to cooperate with the police, to not disturb the residents of Ottawa. And these were the videos the prosecution were playing over and over and over again. So they rested their case last week. After about a three-week hiatus, we're back again on Monday today. On day, This is day 28, and it's hard to believe. This thing started around Labor Day, the, the week the, the week after the Labor Day long weekend. This is when it started. The weather was still like summer. And here we are. It was snowing today in Ottawa. And we're we're entering the winter phase of the, of the seasons. And this trial is still going on. Clearly, they're trying to wear down Tamara and Chris. They're trying to wear them down. But thank God, you know, they are they are getting support from Canadians like you and I who are willing to say 
These people stuck their necks out for Canada to fight these ridiculous COVID-19 mandates, these authoritarian COVID-19 mandates. They took the risk and, and people want to support them now in any way they can. And, and, and that's, that is absolutely wonderful because these people are freedom fighters, but the state wants to wear them down. And as, I want you to watch a clip from Tamara's concert before she sang. She spoke for quite a while, you know, and it's quite interesting. I, I just want you to listen to what she said here because it's not just touching and poignant. It's very profound. And I think you'll enjoy this. You can't make me cry because I still have to sing some songs. <laughs> I don't know if you know how hard that is to sing and cry at the same time. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wow. <laughs> it's so great to be here, you guys. Um, we have been so excited about coming to do this for a long time. Daniel asked me months and months and months ago if we could come and play here, and I said, absolutely. Um, because one of the things that brings us together is music, you know, and it just seems so fitting to me that after the unity that we saw happen in Ottawa, you know, that we can come together and do something like this and celebrate together. And it's another just part of me that I get to share with you. So uh, definitely have to say a, a big thank you to Daniel and, and uh, Giacomo and New World Sun, who we get to play with tonight. <laughs> wow. And uh, obviously, thank you for all you guys for coming. I know Rebel News is here. Um, well, I'm not sure where they're at, but they're here somewhere. And uh, they've been very amazing to me. Uh, they've helped me write a book. As you know, the Democracy Fund is helping us with our, uh, with my legal fees for my criminal, my criminal trial, uh, which goes into day 28 on Monday. 28 days to try and prove mischief. I think this has got to be the, the longest mischief trial of all time. I'm pretty sure it is anyway. Um, and, and of course, before I, I go any further, there's a couple people in, this, in the audience that I definitely need to acknowledge tonight um, that, that were with us on the ground in Ottawa. And of course, you know, we didn't really know what to expect when we got there. Um, I, I knew or felt, you know, as these donations were coming in and it was like a million dollars and the next day they're like, bump it, it's another million dollars. Wow, Canadians donated over $10 million twice in less than eight weeks, by the way. Yeah. Fringe minority, right? <laughs> But it was just so, I mean, the support that we had, and even in that, and I remember saying to this gentleman, you know, this was never about the money. This was the statement behind the money, and that's what scared them so bad. But back to my point, I think, um, I think the, the number that I was told was there's approximately 138,000 lawyers in Ottawa, or sorry, in, in all of Canada, and we had a couple of the best ones that showed up in Ottawa with us, stood beside us on the ground. And the reason I bring up the millions is because, you know, I'm thinking this is great, but every time I have to bump it up, I'd get a little bit sicker because I thought, when you start talking about millions of dollars, lawyers are coming. <laughs> in this case, it was good. If I could just have Keith Wilson stand up, please. 
There he is. Yes. He, uh, he's been a great friend. He's been an amazing lawyer. He has done this from the good of his heart. He's sacrificed just as much as the rest of uh, just as much as the rest of us. And I'm just thank you, Keith, and of course his lovely wife Donna. There's a uh, an excerpt from Tamara Leach's speech before she began singing and we want to thank rebel news for live streaming that of course they've done so much to help out tamara leach and i don't mind giving credit to a competing news media because we're all in this together as independent or new media and uh, ezra levant's an old friend and he's done a marvelous job uh, promoting the work of the Freedom Convoy during the Freedom Convoy. Rebel News was there on scene, as was I, as were a few other new and independent media that were there to cover the protest. And we're there right now to cover the trial, because this is very important. It's important to cover the trial because, as Tamara points out, 28 days to find evidence of mischief. And they haven't done so. And as she says, it wasn't about the money. I mean, believe me, I know. Everybody connected with this protest. <laughs> They've got nothing out of this financially. It has. They have been punished by an authoritarian state, municipal, provincial, and federal. They have taken their lumps from government and from the state. And why do you think this trial has gone on so long? I mean... As Tamara points out in another section of her speech, Chinese election interference, no big deal. Doesn't go punished. We've gone through one special rapporteur. We have a justice looking at it right now. Hasn't reported back. That can wait. But two people involved in a peaceful protest put them through hell. And then make sure other Canadians don't get the good idea that they should be protesting Justin Trudeau's policies or else you're going to get the full weight of the justice system on your neck, on your back. That's the lesson here. So exactly what's happened in the U.S. with the January 6th so-called insurrection. Peaceful protesters, he just walked into the Capitol building, ended up getting time in jail without bail. They spent months without even going to trial. And when they went to trial, some of them got years just for peaceful protesting and all the lies that came out of that protest. At least nobody claimed the Freedom Convoy protest in Canada was responsible for the deaths of any police officers or anybody else. I'm surprised nobody has tried to make that outrageous claim in Canada because they've, they've made that claim in the States. But I am just so proud of everybody who has gone through this experience and you know tamara i talked to her today and i said you know congratulations on your musical triumph and it's it's a it's an interest it's a, it's a musical interest i share with her my my music is not ex exactly the kind of music she's performing i'm into the jazz and the lounge and that is probably my first love. And it's she says music unites us, and it does. 
But, you know, the Trudeau government is not interested in uniting Canadians. It's interested in dividing and conquering. It's interested in subdividing our population up into identity politics. So everybody's fighting amongst themselves. Trudeau exploits division. Trudeau exploits crises. He's always talking about the reset and the opportunity a crisis affords him to divide Canadians to so the Liberal Party can take over and, and keep and retain power. And that's all this is about. Justin Trudeau wants to retain power. But I tell you, the Freedom Convoy trial is illustrating how bad the case against Tamara Leach and Chris Barber actually is. And I will be there to continue to report on the trial as it unfolds. I don't care how long they want to continue this. But today there was they were talking about the Carter application. And unless you're a legal analyst and legal expert, it's not terribly interesting to most viewers and readers because what the defense is trying to prove is that the prosecution cannot make Tamara and Chris one body, that they acted in unison, that they acted together, that they weren't independent personalities. That's that's at the, that is to the root of the Carter application and what the defense is trying to prove here, that there was no conspiracy, that they cannot be said to have acted in tandem every time one of them spoke. And that's what the prosecution, one of the arguments the prosecution is using to prove that they committed mischief and they counseled to commit mischief. The whole case, of course, is just falling apart every time this trial proceeds. But it's it's quite interesting. I wanted to touch on one other matter today, and that's these are big events. We're expecting, actually, an official announcement from Alberta Premier Danielle Smith that she is going to use the Alberta Sovereignty Act to stymie the federal government's insane dictate for net zero electricity because Alberta doesn't have hydroelectricity. They don't have the kind of water that Quebec and Ontario has. So they cannot rely on hydroelectricity. So Alberta is saying it's not fair. This is a double standard. And our people are going to be cost paying so much money to heat their homes in the winter, or they're going to be freezing because of Ottawa's discriminatory policies. So expect Daniel Smith to invoke the Alberta Sovereignty Act, which says we have provincial rights and to hell with federal usurpation of those rights. Here's a brief clip from Daniel. He doesn't seem to care about the law, doesn't care about the Constitution. I do, and we're going to make sure that we assert that. Now, she's talking about Stephen Gilbo, of course. And I told you last week how Stephen Gilbo is going to the United Nations for a treaty to ban single-use plastics because the federal court in Canada overruled Trudeau's single-use plastics policy, the cabinet order that came out banning all single-use plastics. The federal court said that was unreasonable and unconstitutional. 
But Gilbo, if left to his own devices, will ride, ride roughshod over your constitutional rights and provincial rights because he ignores any decisions from courts he doesn't like. And he is basically still a Greenpeace activist calling himself a proud socialist. I think he's also a proud Marxist. And I think he's working against the interests of Canada. And his plan is catastrophic. He's a, he, he is working in tandem with Justin Trudeau to destroy Canada. Anyway, thanks for watching today. We will be continuing to report on the Freedom Convoy trial as it, un as it unfolds. And take heart, because we are resolving to resist. We are continuing to fight back. Ring that bell. Subscribe. Support this station. And like this station, as I said at the beginning. We're going to beat Trudeau's censorship. We're going to beat Trudeau's attempts to shut us down, to shut down independent media, to shut down new media, to stymie us, to stifle us, to silence us. We're not going to let Justin Trudeau do that. We still have freedom of speech in this country. And Trudeau is not going to take that away from us. Thanks for listening today. I'm your host, David Creighton. And God bless you. Hi, this is David Creighton from Creighton's Right and Stand on Guard. Join the resistance. Resolve to resist. Become a member of this station. I've been practicing journalism in one form or another for over 30 years. I've worked in print, radio, and television for a lot of prestigious publications and media outlets. I was an Armed Forces Public Affairs Officer. I worked in Parliament Hill. I know how Ottawa works, and I know how corrupt federal government can be. But you can play a part in opposing Justin Trudeau's government and Justin Trudeau's plans for Canada. You can become a part of the Creighton's Right Resistance. Now, I urge you today, please support this station in any way you can. Ring that bell, subscribe, because that ensures you're at least going to continue to be able to watch these episodes. You'll beat the algorithm. But more importantly, I need your financial support. I hate to ask, but that's what I'm doing. I made a decision to pursue independent media because I believed it was the best possible route for me to take as a journalist and as a concerned citizen of Canada. So you can become a part of that. And at only $5, you can become a part of that on YouTube, on Substack, and with Buy Me a Copy, a one-time donation. But I need your support. And from the bottom of my heart, I thank you. If you've already done that, if you're already supporting the station, thank you. But if you haven't, make that decision today 